episode of Popping, Popping the, the Bubble. Bubble. Girl, you were so slow on that one. <laughs> Looking at me like you don't know how to do this. <laughs> anyways, anyways, y'all know what month it is. Go ahead and it's tell them that. The F- it's Black to the Effing History Month. <laughs> no, it's Black History Month. Sorry, I'm talking to Jasmine, y'all. Yasmin in the comments saying it's February. It is Black History Month. We don't but acknowledge. It's Black History Month popping the bubble. Yeah. I know we've been gone since literally forever. 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 But to be fair, we have a valid explanation. Life. Life just oh. happened. <laughs> I was going to say, so. yeah. Life in college. Guys, college is hard. College is, is hard. It be hard. Yeah. Especially at the schools that we go to, you know it's hard, okay? Yeah. You had to give us some time. And also, we've been... I'm going I'm to speak from the eye perspective. Academic burnout is real. Especially after four years of boarding school, it's it's real. You get tired and you need some time. So, we're back, though. It's a new semester. And hopefully, I'm, I feel rejuvenated a little bit. So, <laughs> hopefully, it's enough energy. But we are. And this is a promise. And I'm going to make this promise so that we have to keep it <laughs> and not promises? fall through on it. Because we don't even know if we're going to record next week. Yes, we do. Yes, we are. Because it's Black History Month and we need to be consistent. We have never That's once true. faltered. We have never once faltered when it came to Black History Month. And we are not about to start this year, Tali. Anyways, <laughs> y'all are going to get three episodes this year, not four, because life. So three three episodes this month. This month, this, right, right, right. This year, right. not this year, or who knows? Who really? There will knows? be there will be more to come. <laughs> who knows? But yeah, um, just stay on our Instagram because that's really where news will come. Even though we've been yeah. silent on that too, we're gonna do better. New year, new us, better, better than twenty twenty two. To be of determined. But we're really excited about this episode. This episode is more relaxed, more chill, more little catch-up, because we all got to catch-up. But before we start, this year's theme for 2023 is resistance. Viva de la resistance, as they say in French, who we don't mess with, the French, the French people, no offense. Um, but yeah, we're not going to talk about that this episode, we're saving that for a later episode. This also, episode, we kind of did talk a little bit about it last year. Yeah, we did so our what we need to talk about episode, it. What, so. what we need to talk about it again. Y'all right, should just go exactly. listen to that. But yeah, we're excited and we're gonna start. And yeah, this lighting is making me look so good. <laughs> Here she I'm goes. Sorry, the new year, same Tali as you should though. Love you. Yeah, New Year, same me. Thank you. Moving on. Okay, okay. so. <laughs> so as Tully said, the theme for this year's Black History Month is resistance. Um, but so we're gonna do a few episodes this this month. Um, and I guess this first one, we're just gonna we're just gonna catch up on things that have been going on in the Black community, and it's just it, it's think of it as like a current events episode. What's popping in the Black community? And we're just gonna catch up 
catch all up on everything that's been happening, but also keeping within that that Black History Month theme of resistance and also just celebrating Black joy because there have been things going on that are not do not fall under that category of Black joy um, because this world is a shitty place and we live in America. But we're going to do our best to keep everything uh, untraumatic. <laughs> and yeah so tali do you want to start us off with i think the first important thing that we wanted to just acknowledge this episode uh yeah so many have y'all that is not correct at all jesus many of you all if you pay attention to the news and don't live inside a bubble like you know um a few weeks ago yeah a few weeks ago heard about Tyree Nichols, and we wanted to take some time uh, to just celebrate him and celebrate what he left behind. We're not going to talk about the case. I personally do not feel like trauma bonding. I don't feel like doing that for this episode. So we wanted to honor him as a person, as someone who should have been here today. And, you know, he was just, I was doing research, like we always do research for a podcast, but he was 29. He has a son that he left behind. Um, and just the way his family describes him, I think that's what I really want us to remember ha- him as. He was just joyful and lovable. Um, yeah, and you know, America is America, but if you guys do have the opportunity to look him up, he had a photography website and it's really beautiful it's he literally just takes he took pictures of things and he said this in his photography website which I took it said photography helps me look at the world in a more creative way and I think that's how we need to remember him in a creative way whether that's through color or through black and white but just even in life just like we need to remember him by going through life looking at life in a positive joyous thing like Take pictures of the sunset if you want, of the sunrise, of those flowers, you know? I literally took pictures of myself smelling my flowers this week because they're <laughs> Let she me did. show y'all. They're just they're <laughs> oh a my God. dead. They're a little dead right now. But they the was infamous pretty. flowers. The infamous they flowers. They were pretty. So I just, you know, I just think that's what we want to remember him as, as someone who was joyous and lovable and um I don't know about Carla, but I didn't watch that video. I've made it my mission now. I'm not watching those videos. I'm not looking at the pictures. You're not going to catch me doing that. So I think just remembering him, not from this one video, but from him, for, rem- for remembering him for his website, for his joy, you know, and his, he still lives through his son and through his family. And we kind of just wanted to start off by saying that. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this before, but just, like, the dangers of trauma porn, which is how all of these videos of these, like, body cam footage and videos of these slings of black people, how they circulate and people just share and reshare because a lot of people do think that by sort of sharing it, you help to raise awareness about it, but there are other ways to do that without traumatizing black people over and over and over again. Um, and so, actually, if... A video that you should watch, actually, there's a video that's been circulating the internet of, um, it's basically just, I don't know, 
I'm not exactly sure who made the video, but we're going to share this video on our Instagram for everybody to see so you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's been this video circulating that celebrates his life and shows him. He was like an avid skateboarder. He grew up skateboarding yes. and he was he was really good at it, too. Um, and so there's a video circulating of just him just skateboarding and um, all of his like doing his tricks and everything. And I was just I've watched it so many times because. I feel like you need videos like that to like cancel out the effects of the trauma porn that circulates. Um, and so we'll share that video. Um, but I think that it's it's really just it perfectly encapsulates like his his energy, his soul and who he was. And I feel like it's more important to watch that so that, you know, this person could be talked so many times about like these people. They're not just they're not just names or not just another statistic. They're actual people with families and lives and hobbies and interests and careers. Um, and so we think it's really important to, to talk about that too. And to, if you want to know somebody and you want to care about their cause and what's happened to them and you want justice for them, you got to know the person too. And so yeah. um, we're going to share that video on our Instagram because it's a really fun video and he kicks fucking ass um, skateboarding. And so we'll go ahead and share that. But yeah, just wanting to honor him and take the time to just acknowledge that um, because it is Black History Month and he's he's part of that legacy. Yeah, and I mean, not even just like canceling out. It's literally a form of resistance. Like, I don't know if the people who follow me on my personal Instagram, my story, you don't see nothing about this. I literally do not post nothing. I would not be posting videos. I would not be posting. I literally don't post any of that stuff. Like, my feed is literally positivity. You will get yeah. greatly affirmations once a week. You will get black joy every single day. Like, I'm not I'm not adding on to my feed any, like, tr- like that is not my job. I'm not, I'm not putting that into my feed. I'm not putting that into my mind. Like, it really just is, and it literally goes with the theme. Like, I just, I refuse, 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 refuse to see any of that stuff because it literally dehumanizes you. It just makes you feel like you're, it, it, it's literally just like, how many times do I have to watch people that look like me just, like, lose their life? Like, it's it's literally, we've been doing it for years. Like, even when you think about it, like, movies about enslavement, and all of that stuff. It's the same thing. You're watching the same thing. Same story over, over and, and over, over again. Over and over and over again. So I'm popping the bubble. We're not going to do that. We're going to spread joy. And we're going to show people at their most joyous moments, their most creative moments. And that's what, that's literally how people want to be remembered in life. Nobody wants to be, you know? Yeah. And remembering that just black joy is a form of resistance, like Tali said. I mean, in this world systemically like it it is not made for the black community to to prevail and they do it in spite um and so yeah black joy really is a form of resistance because when there's literally like an infinite web of trauma porn out there there's also things celebrating black joy um and so yeah i think that about that about does it (laughs) for that right yeah Okay, so we want to move on to something else. And by the time this episode comes out, this will have happened a week ago. So we've had a week to digest everything that happened at the Grammys. Y'all gonna be mad last at me. Week. 
<laughs> you might be mad at me too. I don't y'all know. Y'all be mad at <laughs> me today because I have some stuff to say. Right. So but, I mean, we gotta talk. Okay, let's just talk. Let's just get the big one out the way, and let's just yes. talk about it, so that we can go on and then highlight everybody else who won. Mm-hmm. And okay, all right. <laughs> Do you want to start us off because you seem like you got you got something to say? Okay. We're going to do the not-so-good first, and then we're going to do the Black yeah, yeah, Joy okay, okay. last. Okay. Because, My, we have a lot yeah. to say on this topic. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Harry Styles won Album of the Year. And let's talk about it. Because it's not popping the bubble if we don't talk about it. <laughs> and y'all got me heated. And I'm talking about TikTok and Harry Styles fans. Y'all really got me heated. First of all, I'm a huge fan of Harry Styles. So am I. Let's just get that out the way. Let's just get that out the way. Both of us are fans. As it was, or whatever. You know, Matilda slaps. Oh my god. That's a good song. Yes. But he shouldn't have one. And I stand by that. Like, you, like, the nominees, you won (laughs) over Bad Bunny and Beyonce. Bad Bunny and Beyonce. Come on. First of all, I'm going to ride hard for Bad Bunny. We're a bad, popping the bubble is a bad bunny stand, if y'all didn't know that. <laughs> we ride hard for him. And then to, for Beyonce, and then this was my thing. I'm like, Harry's speech, obviously he was surprised he was going to win, that he won, like everybody else in the entire universe. But for you to be like, this has never happened to people like me, I don't even know what that means to this day. And I've been on TikTok all week. I still, I still don't. <laughs> It has to come from Harry's <laughs> mouth for me to understand what he was saying. But this is my issue. Harry fans, you Harry, and I mean you Harry, white people, y'all immediately came to his defense without literally thinking about what black people were saying. The significance of Harry winning. Beyonce has been nominated for Album of the Year four times. And four times she has lost to people. And you know what's crazy is the only person who's ever said anything about it was Adele in her speech. And she was like, y'all know I shouldn't have won that. Y'all know it should have been Beyonce. (laughs) And for some reason, y'all still don't understand the significance of black people, black women, black culture not being recognized. And it's ridiculous. Y'all made this whole thing. Beyonce came late. Y'all made this whole thing. You know, she's the odd, first of all, props because if nobody ain't gonna do it, it's gonna be a black woman being the all-time scorer all-time grammy nominee winner the most the most decorated grammy winner in history exactly. is beyonce it's gonna be beyonce and then people were like oh but she's already like the most that's not the point the point is it shouldn't have been harry renaissance the album or even bad bunny the albums had significant impact on so many people's lives, so many people's cultures, and what was Harry even thinking about? I just sing, I just listen to that song when I'm. In, I just listen to that song as I'm walking the class. Like, damn, y'all got me so mad, y'all Harry style fan TikTok people for real. And this is petty, but I don't care. Back in your month, every time I see somebody that defend them, I report y'all. I, I call it a hate crime on TikTok. I literally put it. They go reason for reporting, and I put hate crime because this is. It, I literally do not care. Like, I don't care. So that's what I've been doing all week. I've been reporting y'all. So if y'all get if y'all get canceled on TikTok, it's because of me. Okay, all right. No shame in my game. 
I okay. I one hundred. Let me just start by saying one hundred percent. I am. I back you up on everything you just said. Let me add to it. First of all, about the Harry stands being crazy, ridiculous. I got into my first Twitter beef. Oh yeah. Last Sunday, I got into my first Twitter beef ever in Beyonce's honor last weekend <laughs> because I got. First of all, I got called. Uh, what did I get called? I got called the think piece. Yes. You call me a, a think like, piece. I was first like, now you're talking about my even, Ivy League bestie. <laughs> And, and guess on. what? Tali came in the Twitter comments and she came and backed me up. Because that's what we do here at Pop in the Bubble. But exactly. I got into my first Twitter beef because really they do are not understanding. I, what was it? I was being I was being like snark not snarky, but somebody said like, oh, she had enough, whatever, and I was like, and she should have had 31. <laughs> exactly. And she should have oh, had no, like, no, 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 I think 33. They said, I think they said no, they were like, she already has 32. And I was like, and she should have had 33. Something like that. 33. Right? Exactly. And then I got called a think piece. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, y'all need to calm down. Because, and I just watched a TikTok video literally right before we started recording. And I sent it to you, Tali. But it was actually a black woman, Harry Stan, defending Harry. Or just, I, I don't know. She was defending Harry. But she was also like saying like, if somebody's going to acknowledge Beyonce, it's going to be Lizzo. Like she did in her speech after, which we'll talk about. But she was saying that like, I guess Harry, whenever he goes on tour, every, like when he closes out the tour every single night at his shows, he says, this doesn't happen to people like me often. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like you, to some extent, I get it. Like you are, you were a poor, a poor whatever from God knows poor where Baker in the UK. All right, poor Baker boy. <laughs> from, from All God right. knows where in the All UK, right. and stuff like this doesn't happen to you. But you're not that anymore. And yes, that's where you came from. But also, you are in the wrong setting to be saying stuff like that. And especially, especially with the thing. And also, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this. His performance at the Grammys of As It Was was terrible. Was mid. It was mid. Oh my god. It was mid. It was mid. And I was like. I, I was thinking about that. Like, it, it was really mid. I don't know if he was tired. I don't know what was going on. But it wasn't a great performance. It wasn't the best performance of the night. The best performance of the night, there were a few. And guess what? All by black people. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> but the whole thing with Harry and... and okay, and I agree with Tali. If anybody was going to beat Beyonce for album of the year, it was going to be Bad Bunny for Un Verano Sin Ti. Because let's talk about the two albums. Renaissance was literally an ode to the black queer community. That album without promo, mind you, without promo, like it, it, she don't need it promo. Got out there, it did exactly. She don't need promo, she doesn't need promo. But without promo, that album, like it, it soared. And not only did it soar, and we're talking about like in sales and everything, but not only did it soar in numbers, we're talking about numbers, but it also had significant impact on the communities, on the queer community, on the black community, because that album literally, like, she dedicated it to her uncle which he passed away and he was a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that he passed away from uh, AIDS, HIV. Um, but he, he, she dedicated that album to him and she dedicated that album to the queer community who helped her. And she mentioned that in one of her acceptance speeches at the Grammys last weekend, but that album did something for the culture. Not only did it do something for the culture, but it was it was successful when you're talking about like in the music industry what by the way that the music industry rates success is by their the numbers and how they do and how much they sell and this like that that album that album did it was commercially successful did everything Un verano sin ti bad bunny top number 1 album 
in in the world in the fucking world and this is what i get like that album was the number one album in the world and it championed latina people like especially and i'm i'm dominican so you know i'm gonna ride hard but especially the puerto rican and dominican communities like he he took our music and he made it main in mainstream but like not in a bad way you know what i mean he brought it to the world and he he said we're here we're here to stay and he opened up the grammys with the performance of his two songs and he started that shit with el apagón which is basically el apagón that song it translates to the blackout in in english and that is basically talking about how in puerto rico after all the hurricanes and everything that's been happening how there's blackouts all the time blackouts happen all the time in the dominican republic too and how despite that whenever there's blackouts we bring out the bombas our drums everything and we keep the party going and we keep it pushing because we're resilient people and that's who we are and he said le falta sazón batería y reggaeton like y'all don't got the seasoning y'all want to be i'm sorry i get so passionate about this but like that that is basically the essence of the album and not, his album was the most commercially successful album in the world all year in 2022 without without a doubt without a doubt his album was the most commercially successful so then i don't understand how you have harry come in and my, like like we said we're both harry fans we're i enjoy the music i listen I to the album. Stop i listened to his last him, two albums you know? before that Exactly. I listened to Harry, the original album, and I listened to Fine Line. Like I am a Harry, I am a Harry fan. Exactly. We okay? love Harry. We, Let's we not get love it twisted. Him. But in this context, I'm sorry. When they said Harry Styles, I was like, what? Because it did not make sense. Like you had two other options, two people, and Bad Bunny. If he would have won, if he would have won Album of the Year, he would have been the first Puerto Rican, the first Latin, the first Spanish album to win that award. But instead, like, he won the best best um, musica urbana album or Latin album. I don't know something like that. Which, like, of course, he's gonna win that because it's in the category specifically yeah. made for. Latin, it's in the category Latin music, yeah, Latin artists. But he like, and the same thing with Beyonce. Like, y'all wanna y'all wanna like push us into boxes and like rate our music into boxes, putting us against each other when we can compete. And we could beat these other artists outside of those categories. Simple as that. And I think and so I that think, is the and thing. You know what's You done? I didn't want to cut you off. Mm-hmm. No, go no, ahead. No, but I just like ahead. it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. You see this time and time and time again. I swear, if Beyonce makes another album, don't even put her up for that nominee. Like, don't even put her name up there. She don't need it. Because y'all just keep, it's just disrespectful at this point. It really is disrespectful. In the Academy, I don't care who's making the votes. Y'all are disrespectful as hell. And you know what I found out? I don't know if it's Academy president or whatever, whoever I think it's the CEO, the CEO of the The Academy. The CEO, Harry Styles is like the godfather to his child. So y'all really just daughter, you know the song? Hold on. You know the the song as it was, you know how in the beginning it's like, come on, Harry, we want to say yes, thank you. That is a child. Daughter. That's like, the man's daughter. When I saw that, I was like, oh, it makes sense. It really do make sense because it's fine. It's really favoritism. It's really just y'all. Like, y'all know if it was up to the American people, to the people to vote, 
Harry Styles wouldn't have even been nominated. <laughs> and that's my case. Yes, you would have. I'm sorry, but if I had to vote for album of the year, you really think my first song would have been Harry Styles? He would have been. You he would have really? been. He would have been nominated, but he wouldn't have won. Not from me. He wouldn't have been because I, I'm telling you, like it just, <laughs> it's just, and we're not gonna even talk about this anymore because I'm I'm fired up and I want this to be a good episode. Okay, but, but one last so- thing though. One last thing. I'm sorry. Are you done? Do you need to finish your thought? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, now that you're done, let me just say one more thing that might get you a little bit fired up. I don't. So maybe don't comment on this after I say it. Just let me say it and let it be over with. But <laughs> there was an article, I think, maybe from Variety. I'm not sure. One of the magazines. And, no, I saw that. Um, I reported one of the <laughs> One of the voters yeah, from the, the Academy. <laughs> um said that she i think it was a woman she said that she didn't want to vote for beyonce to win album of the year because she had already won so many and had already broke the record so she didn't she didn't feel like beyonce needed another one which is a whole other problem in itself because you're gonna give her all the smaller ones and then cheat her of the bigger one for the fourth fourth time i think this was the third or fourth time that she's been cheated for album of the year for album of the year, like cheated, like, <laughs> and, here's, and again, here's my like, take on that. it doesn't the, the, stop with the numbers. Like j- that woman deserves her flowers. She had the album of the year, or if not the second most album that. of the year, because I'm still writing for my bunny, but I'm writing for both of them, anyways. But still, though, like you're saying, you're saying like she's she's done enough. You're basically saying that as a black woman, she's done enough and she's received all the praise that she can receive and doesn't she doesn't require any more from the academy and obviously she doesn't require any more from the academy she's still beyonce with or without with the recording academy make that known but at the end of the day it's like it's such a slap in the face and i tell you she's never coming back y'all just hate to see black women win and i'm gonna say this over and over again until the day i die y'all just hate to see us win and at the end of the day beyonce and bad bunny won harry styles mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to your music, but I just feel like I'm taking a break from right now because <laughs> I'm angry. You know, but you know what's the crazy thing is? I was thinking about it like I've never searched up Harry Styles on my Spotify. Like you have to come into my one of my Spotify <laughs> made playlists for me to listen to you. Like this, this is the, this is the idea I'm trying to get. Like you just wanted you. Adele? Okay, first of all, Adele was in that category, and I would have been, I still would have been pissed if Adele won, won don't get me wrong. Uh, Adele would have been a pissed if Adele won. Adele is for the Exactly! Culture. So, like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, props, I guess, congratulations, a big thing, whatever, you know, I'll give you your flowers, yeah. too. But this, like, it just is very upsetting, and I don't know, I know, like, I know you talk about being, wanting to be in the entertainment industry, but the entertainment industry would have a field day with me because every time something like this will come up, y'all will hear my. You would get blacklisted. Y'all really, you I would get blacklisted. blacklist me because I'd really be out there like Beyonce, Harry for real, Harry. Yeah. It's, it's that Boondocks episode where it's like, I get if you chose to die, but Usher, like Usher, like Harry, really, but okay, it's fine. I'm done. I'm done. But also remember, remember that the two of us, I mean, we're like, we will admit to this. We're very biased on the matter. Clearly. No, I'm not. 
No, I'm not. We're biased, but we're also not right. for this one. Mm, not like that. <laughs> we're biased, but we're right. She's yeah. she's on something. She's being a little bit delusional, just a little bit, just a tiny bit delusional. Trying to say she's not biased. She's she's biased, but I'm not biased because I'm always rooting for black people. I'm I'm not biased if I'm rooting for black people. I just like to point that out. You can't be biased when you when you're rooting for black people. You are sorry. A walking contradiction. No, there's nothing wrong with that bias though. There's nothing wrong with that bias. In my theory, you can't come up to me and be like biased because (laughs) I'm like I don't be biased. It's black people. Like we are the definition of everything. Fair. So fair. Next, next. Anyways, we're done with that conversation because okay, okay, but now that but now that we're okay, but let's celebrate all the other people who did win at the Grammys because it was a lot. Because we're black people. I'm sorry, y'all. I just love black people so much. Like we really are. The oh my best. god! Wait, sorry. On on topics of, <laughs> sorry, Bad Bunny, <laughs> when he was when he was performing, oh, the yeah. caption the caption literally said speaking and singing in non English, which I thought was hilarious, but also like come the fuck on Grammys. Like <laughs> he is the top artist in the world, one of the top artists in the world, and you're he's literally top three in the world right now, and you're doing this. <laughs> Right. I don't speak Spanish, but I can write the captions for Bad Bunny. Like, let me know. Call me. She speaks. Uh, she speaks Spanish when it comes to Bad Bunny. I speak Spanish when it comes to Bad Bunny. So if y'all need, some, I'm gonna put the captions in for you. I got you. And real. also, I'm sorry. I this is inappropriate for Black History Month, but I just gotta get it out of my system. The there's a Spotify playlist speaking Swift, in non English. <laughs> Listen, Taylor Swift was at that Grammys, and she was literally she won one Grammy all night, and it wasn't even part of the main show. She was there, standing up, cheering for everybody. She was up during every single performance. She was having a grand old time and being a great supporter. Okay, that's great. And she met Bad Bunny. Supporter. She met Bad Bunny. There's pictures of them. My new lock screen. Um, and now there's a playlist speaking in non English, and it's by Spotify, and it's of, it's a picture of them together, and it's just their music, and I thought that was amazing, and. I don't think I'll get over that anyway, but I do think it's a little bit weird that it says speaking in non-English and it's with Taylor Swift. I don't know. I think they're just capitalizing on the moment a little bit, so it's not very appropriate, but I'm I'm looking to see past that because I love them both so much. But anyways, I had to mention that. She was supporting everybody, like, ally. She was giving ally, and that's all I'm going to say. Moving on, off of Taylor Swift. Um, As we mentioned, Beyonce now has, is it 32 or 33? 32. 32 Grammys. Yeah. 32 Grammys. She is the most decorated Grammy winner in history. And the funny part is, she wasn't even there when she tied the record. Okay, pause. Pause. This is sidetracked. No, this isn't because this is about black people. Can we just talk about... Can we just... Nah, we're not gonna oh, talk about man. it. It's probably the bubble. It's, it's it's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. <laughs> but I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I love being black. Um, she is such an icon for that, though. She really was not there when she won that Grammy, the first Grammy yeah, that but tied the, the record. It's just so that gave her thirty one. She was not there yet. She said she was in traffic. I don't know what was going on, but we, she, she was, was not on there CP to time. It. She was on. She CP was on time. CBT. Did you see the video I sent CBT? you of the person who That's, received the yes, yes, yeah. Anyways, yes, and yeah. <laughs> so you know, 
I just thought that Love was Love a black hilarious. woman from infinity to infinity. To infinity. Also, yeah, speaking of black woman. Queen Latifah was there. First of That's all, right. sorry, we're going all over the place. But I watched all, like, four hours of the Grammys. I know it was really long. And um, at the Grammys this year, they celebrated the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. So they had, um, a, like, a big performance <laughs> at towards, like, the closing, towards the closing, right before they announced the album of the year. And um, it was of, like, all of the, the giants in the hip-hop, like, genre since since its inception since back in the 70s they had freaking who wasn't there bro they had um first of all LL Cool J Dr Dre was there um Salt and Pepper Missy Elliott um Queen Latifah obviously like all the giants all the giants and they performed all together Lil Uzi was there bro they did like they did like hip hop through the years and then towards the end okay. it went from uh it, it went from Glorilla <laughs> Glorilla performed at the Grammys, and then Lil Uzi came out. I was like, I'm a fan. Hey, Glorilla. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, it was it was entertaining as hell, but it was just a kind of a jump scare to go from like the classics to like Glorilla and Lil Uzi. You and I, T Y. You and I, T Y. Gotta let them know. Mm-mm, yeah, I love mm-mm. that song from Queen Latifah. But yeah, that happened, and that was another big important thing at the Grammys. Um, but yeah, okay, let's just let's just keep with the list of people. Viola Davis, he's, he got Viola Davis. I was thinking the same thing. First of all, I'm a ride for Annalise. Viola <laughs> Davis, Miss Davis, like she is. Like I don't understand. Like I love that woman. I love her. Her book was amazing. Props to her. You know what? I'm going to read it again just because it's Black History Month. But she is now... (laughs) Okay, she's now the third (laughs) Black woman to do this after Jennifer Hudson and Whoopi Goldberg. And she's the fourth Black person because John Legend's up there. But, you know, we just, like... I love it. I really do love when Black people (laughs) win it. Like, I'm a smile all episode because we really are those people and you can't tell us nothing. That's it. That's all I have to say. We stand Viola Davis. Viola Davis, you ever want to come on this podcast and read your book? Like, Please do. We love you. We'll pay you. you. We watch watch every single project you're in. That's right. We love it. That's right. (laughs) And you know, Um, if I ever murder someone... You and Olivia Pope gonna be the first not, one I call. She not, they're not real lawyers, though. They're not real lawyers. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> but, okay. Okay, well, that's, I'm Those are just characters. Those, she can those act her characters. way out. You see how she acted, though? You don't think she could act her way out? You don't she think she could act could. me out? She definitely could. Exactly. And that's why I'm You're gonna call them her. over me? You're gonna call them over me? Viola Davis, I won't be calling you because I'll be calling Carla. Happy now? I'm not not Next. happy. I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question. Next. Okay, let's go, let's, let's go down this list. Okay. Um Lizzo. Lizzo won I think two Grammys. She got record of the year and then she got another one. I swear she got another one. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I think she won two. I think it or was maybe just she one. didn't. I don't know. I think I'm bugging. I would have wrote it. Oh, anyways, I wrote one. She she won record of the year for her song. It's about damn time. Um, and this hasn't happened this hasn't happened since Whitney Houston won the same Grammy in 1994 for I Will Always Love You like 
And I'm a, I'm a Lizzo stan. I got her her records right here. This is her newest one, special. Nobody can see um, that. I have her other one. I have her other one because I love you over here up on my wall as well. But I'm a big fan of Lizzo. Y'all know that. Um, and not only is she an amazing artist, but she is an amazing human and activist. And what she has done for a lot of different communities, for women, for black women, for the LGBTQ community, for for people in general, like she she is like a champion of the people, and I think it's important to recognize and acknowledge her for for like body positivity too. Like she she is the moment, she is everything, and um, I I just wanted to like we haven't talked about this, we haven't had the chance to talk about this, but she recently accepted the award for like it was the People's Choice Award, um, yes. it was like the People's Champion or something like that, and. I posted this speech, this, her acceptance speech. It was really just her getting up there. And she brought up, I don't remember how many women it was, that but it had to be so like 18 women, something like that. Something like that. Like a lot, 16, 18 women on that stage. And these are activists. These are people who are out in their communities and doing things. Um, and she brought them all out during her acceptance speech. And she introduced every single one of them. She told us who they were. And she had them there. They were literally on stage with her. She introduced them, and she introduced their causes and what they represent. And I thought that was just so powerful. Like, I was in tears watching the speech, and she ended up crying, too. And it was just, oh, like, yeah. it was it was such a powerful moment. And I think that just pretty much encapsulates who she is. She's one of my idols. I love her. Um, and she, like, she also has an Emmy, I think. Um, she won an Emmy for her her show, Watch Out for the Big Girls, on Amazon Prime. I watched it. Quality show. Love the drama. Love everything. So good. Love what it represents. Um, but she recently, I think she has an Emmy, too. So now she she has the EG. I think she's probably on her way to EGOT, too. So, um, I, yeah, I just want to take a minute, minute to talk about that. And also her performance? Her performance? Church. At the Grammys? Church. One of her best performances Praise ever. Praise Jesus. Ever. She started with About Damn Time, and then she went to her song Special, which, like, that special, that, that song special, like, it, it, it's good enough to have the album named after it. Let me just say that. Like, it just, it just, it's the essence of who she is, and that performance was everything. Like, truly everything. The vocals were giving. The, the style was giving. The dancers were giving. Like, everything about that was just, go watch it. Please, please go watch it. Um, but yeah, I just have to give Lizzo her flowers real quick because I'm obsessed. Yeah. You want to yeah. keep going I mean, with we... the list? Unless you have anything to yeah. add? No. Shout out to Lizzo. You want to come sing and we're playing the flu. We're down to, you know, manifesting a celebrity. I want to work for you. I want to work for you. Please hire me. I will do whatever. At Issa Rae. <laughs> Hooray Productions. I'm manifesting. I'm just a manifester. But, um, yeah, we just wanted to take time to celebrate black artists who did their thing. So, you know, best new artist was Samara Joy. I'm going to be listening now because that's what I do. Uh, Best dance recording, Break My Soul, Beyonce. Best dance electronic album, Renaissance, Beyonce. Best R&B performance. It's Moonay, not Moody Long. It's Moonay. But her song mm. "Hours and Hours," I love that song. Well, we love I song. could we do love time it for machines. hours. We, we love time machine. We love that What is it, Mune Long? Yeah, Mune. Uh, yeah. Best traditional R and B vocal performance, "Plastic Got the Sofa" by Beyonce. Yo, that song. That song. <laughs> that was a hit. 
Uh, best R&B song, Cuff It by Beyonce. You know, just Beyonce, who should have won Beyonce, album of the year, Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Best urban conte- contemporary Con- album. Best urban contemporary album. <laughs> this why I'm not at the Grammys. Uh, <laughs> Steve Lacey, Gemini Rice, the album did slap. He also we love Steve Lacey. We love Steve Lacey down here. I don't know what what's in the air in Atlanta, but we spawning girlies. We love I him love for some Steve reason. Lacey. They love yeah, him here too. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Best R&B album. Robert Glasper. He's new, I think. But I don't think he's that new, honestly. I think he's new to us. But I don't think he's, he's that new to me. There's also some. There was some beef with him and chris yes brown. with chris brown chris brown because chris brown was upset that he didn't win <laughs> sit down he ended up apologizing about though, you. for being he was he was getting very disrespectful but he yeah apologized. don't be disrespectful not on black history month it, but not on black history month thanks uh best rapper <laughs> performance kendrick lamar the heart part five you know kendrick that's yeah. our boy which was also um, nominated which was also nominated for album of the year yeah kendrick and did also, win lizzo, a lot though special by lizzo Special by Lizzo was also nominated for Album of the Year. Yeah, Kendrick did well. win a lot. I just so, didn't name all of all, all the nominees, of all the, of all the, nom- was it Album of the Year or was it Song of the Year? No, he won. Song and I, Record was, of the Year are two different things. But, oh my, the, the winner know. of Song of the Year, that's a whole nother fiasco, but. Um, I think and you was know, nominated for Album of the Year. Yeah, and you know, Maverick City, if y'all don't listen to them, they're a little Christian band i love me some mavericks today they won a lot um of the gospel awards and you know they black too well they're mixed but they black too so we gotta <laughs> celebrate them too but yeah that's really oh, wait, all we did got you, did you skip did you skip uh best rap slash song collab which was um, Thames and Future. Oh, wait for you by Thames and Future. I will wait for you. Yeah. I will wait for Early you. Early in the morning. Stop. We need to stop doing that on this this podcast. They do not want to. You act like they singing. don't like us singing. Anyways. But yeah, that's we'll really it for the Grammys. Sorry, Shout out to black people. You know, you really be doing your thing. Every award, you know, Black History Month. Really showing out. You know, maybe one day we'll win one for Poppin' the Bubble. If you guys would listen and, you know, share. And if we were consistent, but mostly if you shared, just putting it out there. All right, don't get like your hopes to, up. I like to pay for college somehow, so just real. I'll put my Venmo on the website. Yeah, but yeah, next. Yeah. Okay. So now we're just gonna keep going with the the just catching up on things happening in the black community. Um, another kind of upsetting thing. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, I, I just because it's a little bit more upsetting. Upsetting slash like wrong thing to be doing. Are we <laughs> college porn? I thought we were talking talk about, about Abbott. Well, How no, we skip but over that's Abbott? a happy thing. We're not gonna skip over it. We can come back to it because it's more joyful than the okay. We'll end with porn. Abbott. We'll end with Abbott. Okay, we can end with that section. Okay, moving on to the education portion of our current events. Um, <laughs> we got beef for the college board. Yo, y'all really um, suck for real. <laughs> so as we know, the the college board they make up they, they do a, they do a lot of things, but they make up um the like AP curriculums that are AP classes that are taught taught in high schools. They make up that. They also administer the SATs, standardized testing that 
shit ton of high school students take, which sometimes end up determining their acceptance to colleges is one factor in that. It's not everything, but it's one of the factors that go into that. But yeah, they administer AP tests as well. So they're like a big name in education and they have a lot of sway and impact in education. Um, and so recently they've purged many names of black writers who are associated with critical race theory, um, black feminism and, and queer studies and experiences. Um, and really, they're just continuing, they're just showing us, showing America, that really, like, they can't agree or they, they won't accept the complex history of America, especially with, you know, the treatment of black Americans and enslavement and all these things. Just choosing, just picking and choosing what to talk about and what not to talk about. Um, and so, I mean, there's a few more things. Sally, do you want to jump in? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I was talking about this with our old hey franco anyways i was talking about this with franco and just how so basically the curriculum is like 200 pages right and obviously it focuses on like africa enslavement reconstruction civil rights movement discrimination you know the basics but then they took out black lives matter incarceration queer life you know, debate over reparations, stuff like that, which here's the thing. And I say this all the time now. I'm very, very glad that I went to an HBCU because you are not going to keep me from learning. No, for real, because y'all got me messed up. And my favorite class this year is called African Diaspora in the World. It's literally my favorite class. I love that class. I do all the readings. And we literally talk about all of this. We talk about how it impacts our day-to-day life. We even relate, like, we start the class with something called Fast Five, which is you relate something going on to um, what we're learning in class. Like, today we were talking about Cop City, which is happening in Atlanta. Basically, they're building a big cop, like, police training on top of a forest. Environmental injustice all over again. And so it's really important for our generation, especially our generation, to have these conversations because they're happening right in front of our faces. Do you understand, like, social media and all of that stuff impacts what we learn? And for you to just be like, we're not going to talk about January 6th? You mean what your people just did literally two years ago? Yeah. We're not going to talk about that? We're not going to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and how y'all were literally terrorizing us as we were peacefully protesting. We're not going to talk about the case of reparations because y'all owe us money for enslaving us and taking us away from our country. Yeah, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all really do. Y'all really do. Because time and time and time and time and time again, America continually to prove that, like, y'all don't care about us. Y'all really don't. And it's just so, it's literally, it gets me so heated because I'm like, I'll say this again. I'm so grateful. I'm literally so grateful for that class. I'm grateful to be here because really a lot of y'all are just walking out here and it's not even because you're ignorant. It's because you don't know. You're not taught. Like you are literally I mean, you're ignorant because you don't know. Yes. You're oppressed in your education system. You are, you are, let me put y'all onto a good book. Pedagogy of the Oppressed. By Paulo mm. Freire. It literally talks about how, as an education, America, the system, 
basically fills you up with knowledge based on what they want to teach you. You are an empty vessel being filled. And until you start questioning what you are being learned, what you are being taught, until you start looking for stuff on your own, you're never going to know what's going on. You're literally going to live inside this bubble of whatever people's feeding you. And it's so frustrating because the college board, like these are, this is the perfect time where we need to be questioning everything we're learning about in the college board y'all really got me like y'all got me messed up for real this is why i can't work in politics i can't do government <laughs> because they go blacklist me i'm never gonna have a job i'm gonna just keep getting fired because y'all just no keep, but honestly no go ahead no i'm done see y'all always got me <laughs> up on this podcast this is why we don't record y'all always got me upset like damn <laughs> No, but I mean, to Tali's point, this is why we always say, do your own research, find your information, right. question things, like look, your, like find your own information, because it's true what what you like, if you don't think about what's being fed to you, you're just going to eat it up and, and not exactly think about exactly and we like, could be, and we could be lying is, to you right now, and you wouldn't know, we could be, and you wouldn't know unless you go look for yourself. But we not. And then if we, if we were giving you misinformation, and then you take our misinformation that we're giving you as a truth, and then you go like building your own sort of like mentality and uh biases and views based off of the misinformation that we're giving you then you look like a fool going out into the real world because not only are you not knowing things but you're telling other people things it's just it's just you know it's cyclical it goes over and over again so you just gotta find those things on your own but it's true i mean we're lucky enough that our high school like they they quit the ap curriculum they kept they kept advanced classes, but they didn't uh, abide by the AP curriculum anymore, and they let us opt into whether or not we wanted to take the APs. Which I only took one AP in my four years of high school, and that was the Spanish AP, because I feel like the Spanish AP was the only one that I could take because it wasn't about like fucking messed up history or whatever, right? So I think I, I think like we were lucky enough to have that experience, but people have to wait till college if they want to have some sort of a real education, and that's not every college too. I mean, I'm lucky enough. Tali goes to an HBCU, but I go to an Ivy League, a higher institution, like a higher education institution that like has Brown University. Like we have a lot of classes. Last semester, I took um, Black American. Uh, what did I take? I took um, African American Women's History. I also took a class called like. Um, like society and music in Latin America and it was a history class just things like that these are elective classes that things that you have to opt into though there are things that you have to opt into nobody's gonna force you I mean maybe at Tali's HBCU they're gonna force her but these are things yeah. that you really have to opt into and choose <laughs> but you do it with love you do it because you want to right and you exactly. end up better for it but these are these really are things you have to opt into and also like I think in Florida like that they're they're banning books in elementary schools when I was a kid in elementary school, like we read the Diary of Anne Frank. I think that's becoming one of the one of the banned books. How are you gonna, how another... you gonna ban <laughs> Toni Morrison? Can we just talk about that? Yes. How are you gonna ban Toni Morrison? We're talking about the Toni Morrison. How are you gonna ban her? Like y'all right. really, y'all just. And also another one, which is a controversial book, and I I have my own opinions on it that people are are having issues with being banned is To Kill a Mockingbird. I've read To Kill a Mockingbird, I think, twice in my I never read that like, education, all experiences. Um, I read it, I think, twice. I think it was in middle school that I read it twice, right? And in middle school, I was my, my view was very limited. I thought it was an amazing book. I thought it was great. But as I got older, I started to realize, why is a white woman writing a book about black experiences 
and then inserting a white savior, which is what Atticus Finch is. And I, <laughs> I've, I've been told, like, you're going to be an Atticus Finch. I don't want to be an Atticus Finch because he's literally, he has a complex, a savior complex. And that book basically glorifies white saviors. And it tells the, the stories of, <laughs> it tells the stories of black people through white people, which is inherently inaccurate and and wrong morally white people but y'all gotta stop doing that that's my thing real. if they're also if they're also banning to kill a mockingbird then like what's next and there are a lot of things and so that's another thing like and this is in florida but there are other states that are taking similar actions and this honestly like it, it all comes down to at this point just seeking out the information on your own but also there's a lot of action that can be taken to combat certain things. And that, honestly, a lot of the times, it comes down to legislation. I feel like Florida, and I'm sorry, Yasmin, but Florida's a little bit of a lost cause. I'm sure you'll probably agree with me on that. Because <laughs> at this point, like, they just got to break off, like, Florida from the United States and, like, let it float off into its own island. But, yeah. um, it, like, it all comes down to legislation and voting. Please vote in your local and state elections. Like, please Pay attention to these things because th- these are the these these are the consequences. These things are the yeah. consequences. Okay, I can't vote, so please, please <laughs> vote, vote. For her. please. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like what's going on in education. But there are also a lot of great things happening too. Um, and so yeah, I mean, just so you know, Really are we off of education though. now? Are we are we yeah. off of the BS that is happening in that world yeah, of education? Yeah, because y'all really got me messed up. But that's okay. <laughs> um, sports. Yeah, let's talk about sports. Okay, do you do you want to talk about sports at all? Because I watch sports. I think you are like. Why are you acting like I don't watch sports? You watch baseball, and that's about it. That is not true. First okay, maybe all, a little bit of basketball. You don't watch football, though, I watch, which is what we're I, talking about. No, because I really just don't understand football. <laughs> so you can, you can do that okay, one. Okay, I'll, I'll handle this, and you handle the gymnastics one. Okay, okay. so basically, Super Bowl Sunday is actually today um, at 6.30. Oh, today, today, as in when to, this episode Today, as in when yeah. this ab- episode comes out. Um, yeah, put this episode in the background while y'all watch that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to be doing that. Uh, hopefully this episode comes out before Super Bowl time at 6.30. But um, actually, the Super Bowl is a pretty historic one because it's the first time in history, in NFL history, that two black quarterbacks are starting the game at the same time, the Super Bowl game. Um, and those will be the, the Kansas City Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes. Um, and then the Philly Eagles. I know we have some supporters of the Eagles here. Um, the Philly Philadelphia Eagles are um, their quarterback is Jalen Hurts, and so they're going to be the first two black quarterbacks to ever like go head to head in a in a Super Bowl game in history, um, which is really exciting. Um, and so I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching because I enjoy watching sports, but I'm also going to be watching because that halftime show is Miss Rihanna, and this is Rihanna's first time performing oh. in. That Tali's Tali's definitely gonna be watching for the Super Bowl at least. For the no, I'm not. Show. I'm gonna be on a flight. I booked my flight on Sunday because oh, I I didn't care about the Super right. Bowl. Um, yeah, but we're gonna miss Rihanna, okay. and you're gonna have to like watch it after. So, but yeah, it's Rihanna's first okay. time performing. So I'm excited to see what happens because it's been it's been a minute. Um, we got we got some songs from the Black Panther soundtrack from her, which is all that we've gotten in the last few years. Don't make me don't make me start thinking about that song right now because then I'll cry thinking about the movie and I really don't have the time for that right now. 
um which is exciting so yeah tune into the super bowl because it's going to be a historic one and i don't know i hope it's going to be a good game but if not i'm there for the snacks and for rihanna yeah y'all let me know how it goes we can catch up next week <laughs> I'll, I, I'll, give I you, can... I'll give you some updates and i'll let you know what she ends up singing i really could care less about football like i just i, I don't understand it i understand every other sport but football like it doesn't Basically, make you just no you sense throw the ball you try to catch it you tackle the yeah person. but then you got all these lines and every when now and then the you game it, it's, it's too much too much okay <laughs> but anyways you know back to our hbcu things our hbcu girlies fist university women's gymnastics team made history as the at the super 16 gymnastic invitational in las vegas 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 Vegas? Sorry, I'm not paying Vegas? attention to you. Yasmin just said some out-of-pocket something in the chat. <laughs> but basically, first of all, they're the first HBCU gymnastics squad to compete at the NCAA level. Per Who said HBCUs can't do it? Exactly. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. Not my HBCU because we don't got sports, but that's another topic for another day. We kind of suck. That's not true. I take that back. Oh, my God. Please don't kick me out. Please. Anyways, um, it's blacklisted. Just, not for real. <laughs> no, but it really is. Like, I'm just so happy for them because I don't, oh, we're gonna post all weekend Black Joy and stuff, and y'all gonna see this because I have it saved on my Instagram. But they really out here doing like stunts, and they like, and I'm like, and it's just gymnastics. I'm just really proud of them. I don't even know these people, but I really am just proud of them. <laughs> But they finished fourth, um, and um, the team was led by Morgan Price, who earned the meet's highest score of 9.9 on the boat. As she should. As she should. As she should. (laughs) And I'm a fan, and I'm forever going to be a fan. So, yeah, we just wanted to highlight that because black people, we really do it all. We just really, really do it all, you know? And it's not like the first time black people dominate gymnastics because we really dominate anything. But it's just coming from an HBCU, like, represent. If you don't go to an HBCU, you're missing out. So I just want to. Missing out. (laughs) All right. Okay, so then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Talk your shit. (laughs) I will. (laughs) All right. And then moving on to the final category um, of, of this current events catch up. Uh, let's talk about entertainment. Let's talk about other than music. Let's talk about media that we've been consuming. Um, Abbott Elementary. Oh my god. Abbott Elementary. Quinta Brunson. Genius. Creative genius that woman is. I... <sighs> She's so funny. She's so cool. She is really funny. She's hilarious. That whole, I love her. The whole, her. Cast, the whole really? cast is just... Cheryl Lee Ralph, I want to meet her. Tyler James, comedic genius. She gave me, like, mama vibes. I want her to she, be my mom. A little bit. Not that my mom isn't cool or anything. You know. You can always have more black moms. So, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love Abbott. I love Abbott. I just Honestly, love the I think why we, why we love it so much is because it's just, like, there's nothing traumatic about it. It's literally just like exactly. black people going, going about going about regular day life, and it's funny. 
it's just a show and they happen to be black oh my gosh it's like if y'all didn't know i'm obsessed with the office i find that it's so funny <laughs> it's the one of the I don't, funniest shows never ever. seen the office i'm not obviously it has some you know terrible lines that would not work in today's society right but it's great i love it and so when i started watching abbott i was like this is giving office vibes but black <laughs> and i was funny. like oh no 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 it's the way it's because of the camera the office this ain't even about the office but basically if, is my I, yeah I, modern I, I family yeah yeah i, I ain't watched I that so i don't know but basically, if y'all haven't watched Abbott, y'all really need to get on it because it's just amazing. Like these people, Jacob. Jacob reminds me of Grace, but of Grace, I knew it was coming. Jacob. Shout out to Grace, love you, bestie. It's true. It's true. So Jacob true. is the white character who you want on your side. He's like the ally, and he mm. reminds you that he's the ally. But it's so funny because yep. you don't get pissed at him for. Do- he's not like the annoying ally. He's like the Jacob. Right. He's like, Jacob, we get it. Right. Like, you fuck with us, you know? He's cool <laughs> like that. We love him. Yeah. And then, you know, you got, obviously, the romance, because you can't have comedy without romance. Mm. So you got you got Quinta and Tyler, who've been they doing this slow burn. Oh, my God. The oh slow burn Lord. is getting me. I literally, I don't know how long. I live wait. for slow burn. I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's just healthy black love. Like, I don't think y'all understand that show. But also, the beautiful. chemistry the chemistry between Quinta and Tyler James, like, you know, they're, they're actually, um, they're doing another thing together. They're honestly, yes. like, that, that is her work husband. That is they're her doing, work um, husband. Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, the, the, like, I love that show. The it's comic, like a, yes. A yes. cartoon comedy yeah. on HBO Max. They're together. They're going to be Hawkman and Hawkwoman together, like, for on Valentine's the show Day, together. For the Valentine's Day special. For the, yeah, for so the Valentine's Day that. special. So go ahead and watch that because you're gonna yeah. see after you watch Abbott. Abbott, of course, watch. because and didn't Abbott just, Abbott just won? What did they win? Oh, they Abbott sweep an, an Emmy? the Emmys. They sweep the Emmys. The Emmys. Right? We talking about Cheryl Lee Ralph Quentin? Mm-hmm. I love sweep, and that's what we love. Like I honestly, we did this episode so long ago, but just black media and black entertainment. Like that's what we we ask for. We yep. ask. For just a show where there happens to be black people and we're not being pushed to the ground. We're not the side character. There is love. There is black healthy love. There is black relationships. Oh, and don't forget about Ava. Ava is my girl. I'll oh ride for Ava to the day I die. <laughs> Principal Coleman all day. Ava is literally you. Like, no, literally, like, she's me if I was a principal. Yes, like, I like I literally, I love that show. And I will, like, it's one of those shows I know, like, once it's done, I'm going to rewatch it like I watched The Office. I'm going to just rewatch <laughs> it. It's going to be a binge. Like, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, and they just started up the, the second half of their second season now, so. That's right. That's Stay right. Stay tuned for episodes, so, yeah. new episodes. Yeah. So if you're on the um, Abbott Wave, Get on the habit with Abbott. Get on Abbott Elementary, and also it's dedicated it. to it's dedicated to her like teacher, her real life teacher. Yeah. It is just so wholesome. That whole show. <laughs> hey Quinta, be on our hey. podcast. Yeah, if you want to come, Tyler, with us. Tyler James is so Ralph. Like, he, 
ever since ever since everybody hates Chris, like he has literally literally is every every like monumental like monumental show in the black community. Tyler James has he been, been on, on it. He He's been, been on. on. Trust it. and believe he gave yeah. me. But yeah, um, I really know any other shows. That's like really that it. People. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot happening, but just consuming good media. Yeah. Even if yeah. even if you're not black, consume good media. Yeah. Even if you listen to other podcasts than us, that's black, of course. That's fine too. Preferably not. Tolly does. <laughs> <laughs> because once again, we were not Tolly's um, number one podcast in her Spotify. To rap. be fair, for the second year in a row. First of all, to be fair, pop in the bubble and all true transparency. We didn't even post in 2022 like that. So let's keep it a buck. We posted. We posted. First of all, we posted the first half of 2022, and then after graduation, we dipped. Which we posted one make... episode. <laughs> okay. After we graduated. After. Yeah. Months later, that was supposed to that was supposed to be updated when we graduated. But that's not the point. The point is, yes, pop in the bubble was not my first podcast of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and whose fault is that really you it's popping the bubble because why ain't we posting more oh. why ain't we doing stuff so, ask yes. yourself that question <laughs> <laughs> nah but really it's because i found these two i don't know why i'm giving them promo because they don't need promo but basically it's called crash dummy podcast and i love their <laughs> podcast because it is really lighthearted. It's two grown black men. They literally just sit on a couch and talk. And they, like, call their fans. And it's really funny. And it's every Wednesday. Can you believe that they're consistent? Imagine if we was consistent. <laughs> maybe we'd be number one. But we're maybe not. They're not so. Maybe it's, like, their full-time job and they're not, like, students, college students. at like No, no, no. Really they have a job. One of them has a kid. One of them has a kid. And, you know, so it just really brings me joy by popping the bubble. I will try to make you guys my number one this year. I can't promise. <laughs> we'll see. Me, me, I have never faltered. Number one, always. Because you don't listen to podcasts. It's because I It's because I consistently listen to different yes, podcasts. Yes, I do. I don't, I, not I have, consistency, but I do listen to podcasts. I have several podcasts on here. Like, my, my new today is always new because I have several podcasts I'm listening to. Look at all the podcasts I got to catch up on. Like, oh my popping, the bubble ain't, <laughs> popping the bubble ain't on there. So it's not, it's not, you know, I got to, obviously, I got to listen to The Secret Lives of Black Women because that's amazing. Here, let me put it, let me put you on to some podcasts. The Secret Lives of Black Women, you know, because that's really cool. You know, um, obviously, you got... The Spellman podcast, they didn't accept me. We're not going to talk about that, but yeah, yeah. Oh, popping the bubble right there. Oh, somewhere from there from, from months ago. From months ago, okay. Yeah, but I listened. So what's the problem? <laughs> Are you going to oh, your history? And I, louder, louder than a riot. I think Franco put us onto that. Is that the jail one? No, the jail one is no. ear hustle. I really like That's, ear yeah. hustle. Yeah. Yeah, I should listen good. to that. It's really good. Your I listen to it all good. the time. Um, Go Off Sis. Oh my gosh. Love that podcast. Mind you, this is all black podcasts. I ain't talking white people. I don't I don't listen to them like that. You know, Truth's Table, really good podcast. Um What else? 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 
It's on there. I'll listen to it sometimes. Somewhere. Oh, oh, therapy for black girls. Um, that's my mm. podcast. I applied to their internship, so maybe therapy for black girls. If you hear this, please accept me. Please, I really want to work for you this summer. But yeah, so popping the bubble, y'all not number one because I love to spread the black joy. And you know, you can't really only listen to yourself. You gotta listen to other people's valuable. Code opinions. switch. Do you mention code switch? Oh, code switch. Yeah, we love by NPR. We love. We- Listen, NPR, if you are listening by any chance, the two of us, we love you. We would love to work with you. We would love to collaborate NPR, with you. Put us NPR. On. <laughs> NPR, I will literally bring y'all coffee if I have to. We love NPR. It is our goal. Well, Carla already knows what she wants to do in life, but I switch my career life every single day. So, NPR, if you will have me, I would love to work with you guys. Um, I can't draw, I can't, I can't do any of that audio Girl, stuff. Girl, no, yes do. you can, yes you can. But I can talk, and that's all y'all do, y'all just talk on the podcast, like, this is, like, I don't understand how hard it is, but NPR, if you ever need two black girls to, you know, go around, y'all mean, y'all probably will get bashed, blacklisted, you probably won't be as credible as you were once you started. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you supposed to be hyping us up? Damn. <laughs> but I'm just telling the truth. Like, if they listen to this podcast, they would know oh I say fuck God. America like once a week. Like, I'm just trying to be <laughs> honest with them. You know, if you ever need a person, you know, if you ever need a person to be like, fuck America, that's me. I got you. So, yeah. And that's why popping the bubble, listeners, is very important that you reach totally, our story. if we never story. get on NPR, I'm literally going to go back to this podcast this exact moment at this exact timestamp and, and play this for you and yell at you for not, yeah. But Just it's okay, saying. because if we don't get into NPR, we're going to be the next NPR. And okay, that's, fair. That's right. Fair. That's fair. right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, but okay, we'll try. Yeah, yeah, we just gotta be more consistent, and that's my case for why y'all were not number one. So maybe twenty twenty three will be the year. <laughs> we'll see in December if we post in December. Yeah, we will. We're back will on we? it. Yeah. Okay. I will. I'm gonna have to do it without you. <laughs> I will. I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there as long as you promise. Well, yeah. But anyway, I miss this. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Time flies well, all the time. We should do this again. We will do it again <laughs> next week. That's right. Next week, you'll see us next week. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's for now. Next week, actually, we'll give you all a little not a preview, but we have our topic picked, which means there will be an episode because we know what to talk about. And this one is something that Tali and I. There, we we can go on for hours about this topic right here. We love this topic. That's all me and Carla talk about on messages. This topic. We love to consume this topic. We love to communicate via this it's topic. The greatest. Literally we love to start beef. <laughs> have started beef recently. That's right. Over this topic. On and this you know topic. what? Because because we've already started beef, that means we're free to start more beef anytime we want. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh my gosh, I have entered a new era. So I can finally, I can finally start clicking reply because I got the fingers now. I'm ready. I'm for real ready to fight. So yeah. 
Twitter fingers is what Tali That's has. That's right. I have and Twitter fingers. fingers is what I'm catching. But not like Trump. We ain't Trump. We oh, no. black Twitter. We're talking about black Twitter. Black Twitter. Black Twitter for Black History Month. So yeah, it's gonna be honestly, it's gonna next week it's gonna be a really great episode because Tali and I are we are consumers of black Twitter. We are actively involved in black Twitter, okay? We know the happenings, we know how it works, we understand the culture. We understand the significant cultural impact of Twitter, the That's numbers right. of Black Twitter. Carla, Carla wrote a whole paper about Black Twitter. So I really, did write we're a the paper most, on Black Twitter. We're the most knowledgeable people. We are that qualified. You'll ever listen to. We are qualified. Right. Is what we'll and say. And you know, once in a while, we tell you don't listen to us because we're not experts. But next week is not that episode. We are very next week, much experts. Next week, you're gonna listen to everything we say. That's and you're gonna right. Be like, damn. They know what they're, they're talking correct. about. They're correct. Exactly. <laughs> but don't really do that. We don't want to get in trouble with Twitter. Elon Musk. Take it with a... Take it with Elon a, Musk, we love, we love Twitter, Elon. We love oh, him. I thought you said we was going to say we love him. I was like, no, we don't. Oh, Not no, that no, way, no. Man. We, lo- we love Twitter. That's we love right. Twitter. We do. That's right. Um... That's a little preview. Just know we're coming. Yeah. We're coming with the heat next week. That's okay. Right. All right. Yeah, but popping the bubble. That's really it. We don't got nothing else. You know, good old time. It, it popping the bubble. If you don't shame the white man once in a while, sorry, Harry. You just happen to be the white man in this occasion. Yeah, um, you still you listen know, to it, your music though. Yeah, as it was. You know it's not the same. That's all I got. Okay. That's yeah. all I have. All right. Yeah. Well, happy Black History Month. Um, to freedom. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was I so did, surprised that it did not come. <laughs> it was literally killing me. It was killing me. It was. Kill- I, okay. Oh my god. That video of Nicki Minaj, where she's like. Basically, let me say it for y'all, and we'll end the podcast. Oh She's like, okay. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around? Wait, I forgot it. Oh, my God. Hold on, I gotta listen to it. I did a TikTok. <laughs> Hold on, we'll, we'll, we'll pause, and we'll get Hold back on. when it when I'll it's I'll be time. back. One second. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna close out here. We're gonna do our, our closing, but we... <laughs> <laughs> we have a special ending for y'all, okay? And this is something that Tali, yeah. this is something that this is this is her like pillar of Black History Month right here. That's right. Okay? Please don't copyright us, Spotify or Apple <laughs> or YouTube, please, because we're just trying to live. We're just trying to be joyful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right. <laughs> I'm Tali. I'm Carla, and, and that's, that's on Black, Black History, History Month. Month. Summer was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a freaking nurse when she was taking slaves to freedom. To freedom.